And we are recording. We are back for another podcast, episode 65. This is Sizzle and Quinny. I'm on half of the podcast. My name is Sam Finlay or Sizzle, either one. My co-host sitting across from me, In Young. Introduce yourself. Hey guys, you know who it is. It's your boy. It's Quinny again, also known as Simon. Back for the episode. How exciting is this? We're talking about a good show that we both really enjoyed, in particular the most recent season. So I'm super excited to talk about this. I know when we were in person over the weekend, we had a lot to say about it. So it'll be interesting to see what we come up with on this podcast. But, you know, as always, Sizzle, it's a pleasure to be here, mate. Always good to see your face on screen. Likewise, likewise. And as you mentioned there, we, we finally got together to watch Thor, Love and Thunder this past weekend. Quinny was back in the gong. He was back in his hometown, which was great. We got to go see it together. We had some dinner beforehand, a couple of beers, uh, watched the, the movie, of course. And we will most certainly have a podcast, uh, you know, breaking down all our thoughts on that. That'll be the next episode. We thought we'd just give it a little, little more time to marinate and also give you, the listeners, a little bit longer to watch the film because it only just came out. I've got lots of thoughts about it. Courtney's got lots of thoughts about it. And we discussed a lot of those after the movie. Uh, we went for some more beers, uh, which was uh, great fun as always, like old times. So it was great good to see Good old Quinny. days, always. It was, a good, it was a good weekend. It was fun. It was, it was. It was really, it was a wholesome, wholesome weekend. Uh, but yes, this episode, we'll be talking about Stranger Things for... Uh, we'll be probably focusing on part two a little bit more, but we'll, we'll be sort of talking about it as a whole, uh, part one and part two. We've got both parts. We know there's going to be a part five as well, which is not till 2024, which is... A bit of a yeah, stitch maybe, up. Yeah, a little bit of a d- disappointing because we've got to wait a little while. But, I mean, we were treated with movie-length episodes in part two, particularly the finale. It was like two hours 30 or two hours 20 minutes, I think. Just like awesome, awesome to have a show that we love so much as a movie, basically, movie length on Netflix. Uh, I mean, you could probably make the argument that it's really more like four episodes just sort of put together. Um, But really, we got it in two parts. Uh, But yeah, I mean, just so much fun. Uh, fun fact as well, the fourth season of Stranger Things has over a billion hours watched by viewers, uh, record-breaking. Uh, the only other show to surpass that number was Squid Game. Jeez, so, that's another good show. We didn't speak about Squid Game, did we? No, maybe Not we really. should. Maybe we should um, come back. I mean, there's going to be a season two of Squid Game as well, so maybe that'll be our opportunity. But look, Stranger Things 4, I've got a lot to say about it. You've got a lot to say about it. Let's jump straight in to this deep dive let's talk what we liked about this season uh both parts let's cover uh, i'll hand it over to you what did you love about stranger things for all right so i'll start us off with a couple highs for me i think i've mentioned it to you on uh off screen and then in person when we had a great time on the weekend but at the start, I was a bit concerned about the length of the episodes, but in the end, it kind of grew on me. I really enjoyed it. So I think a massive high for me was having like the hour plus episodes. I really enjoyed having that full length, that full experience, because it really did feel like I was watching like a movie in those, in particular, those end of the season, sort of like the end of volume one, like episode seven was amazing. And then obviously eight and nine were pretty much nearly 
well, nine was like over two hours and then eight was pretty straight, pretty close to that. So I think that's one thing I really enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed that kind of feeling like I was at the movies when I watched it. And most of the time that I watched the show was at nighttime. So it really set the tone for me and I really enjoyed it. So that was one big thing I liked about it. Um, another high for me, I'm sure you'll probably mention it too. In particular, this is a character that I absolutely loved in this show. He was pretty much my favorite character of the season. And that has to go to my boy. Shout out to good old Eddie, Eddie Munson. I think he was a absolute king of a character. I loved him as the head of the Dungeon Dragon, the Hellfires Club. Like, I want to join that club. Like, I was super excited when he came onto it. Even in like the first, the very first scene that we see him in, like, he's just got so much, you know, charisma, so much, you know, stage presence in like the middle of the cafeteria talking smack to all the jocks or the, which is heaps funny. So I really enjoyed Eddie a lot in this season. And in particular links into sort of like my next part. I love Dustin also in this season. I think Eddie and Dustin, I love them together. All the scenes that they were in together, I thought was amazing. And I also loved pretty much like we mentioned off screen episode nine talks to me about the guitar hero Master of the Puppets Metallica scene where Eddie Munson just goes to town. It reminded me of when I was playing, you know, Guitar Hero, getting like 100% on every song I played, <laughs> you know, just dominating on easy as you do. Uh, absolutely love that scene. Like that gave me chills. And that song, Master of the Puppets, is pretty much just stuck in my head. Like it's been stuck in my head for, for like a whole week now. And I love that scene. And then Dustin's like jamming out to it. And I love how they all had their own get ups. Like they're all sort of like, I guess, gear going to war, like all their armor and stuff. So I think. That was some of my really, that was some of my early highs. Like that's just a few from me. I've got a lot more, but I'll let you chip in here now, Sizzle. Yeah, I I loved obviously that scene for me. Um, you know where they get on top of uh, top of the is it the house or like a shipping? It's like a oh, it's like the yeah, it's like the um, you know, the mobile homes like those yeah. caravan parking like, houses. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's a in. flat flat roof. They're on yeah. top of there. Eddie just gets bust out the guitar. Busts out Master of Puppets. You just got that like iconic intro. Uh, everyone knows Master of Puppets, whether you like Metallica or not. It's a song that everybody knows, right? Um, absolute bang. And he's just jamming out to obviously lure the demi bats towards them and away from the house. Uh, I love that scene. Absolutely. Uh, Eddie and Dustin's relationship, as you mentioned, just iconic, right? It, it's, it's so good. So fun. Dustin's a character that I think everyone likes. I've loved him since season one. Um, and his relationship with Eddie just was uh, fun. And it was also emotional at times, quite emotional, uh, particularly in the, in the finale, um, you know, where Dustin um, confronts Eddie's um, uncle, um, you know, about his death. That's, uh, yeah, it was really quite emotional for me. And um, it was captivating, I thought. Did you tear up, uh, Sizzle? I heard you tear I, up. I, I did a little bit, to be honest. I did. <laughs> I must admit. Um, what else did I like about this show? Oh, man, the, the list goes on and on and on. But I really liked the CGI for this, particularly CGI, the upside elite, down. Elite like, CGI this would, season. Yeah, I would like to know their budget for CG and um, motion effects, special effects because it was amazing. It was on point. I would have actually loved to have seen the finale in the cinemas. That would have would be, and even like IMAX or something, seeing it there would be incredible because it was just so over the top and so cool. Um, as I mentioned, particularly the upside down was, you know, you get in the, the, um, the uh, thunder and lightning. And it's kind of that red hue um, within the smoke. 
it was just really cool. So I love that throughout the whole season, particularly in that um, finale of part two. Uh, I really liked, and this is something that I think a few people actually didn't like um, from talking to a few people. Um, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts about this. We kind of spoke about it. And I think this might go into one of your lows, but I actually, it was a high for me. And that was the concurrent storylines. I actually really liked having the, the four different storylines sort of going on at the, at the same time. We obviously had the crew that was in the upside down. Um, then we obviously had 11 um, and she was sort of in the um, uh, what sort of Vecna's mind. Well, not Vecna's mind. It was more, I mean, what's that sort of, where does she go when she sort of goes in the bathtub? What do they, what do we call that sort of space? I guess it's like, yeah, it's sort of like the, the mind space. I don't know, like the yeah. alternative reality. It's like the, I guess it's sort of like, the middle, I guess, a middle field between, I guess, um, Hawkins and obviously the upside down. It's sort of like in the middle, I guess, as that yeah. step before you go either way, I guess. So sort of like purgatory. I feel like it's sort of like a purgatory sort of vibe. Yeah, interesting space that she can obviously tap into. So she was sort of there. And I mean, obviously she was with Mike and, and the other gang um, and Jonathan and they were at the pizza stop, uh, shop. And then we had obviously what was going on uh, with Hopper and his crew there in the prison and they're fighting off um, Demi dogs and the Demi Gorgon, which was um, so much fun as well. Uh, so I actually really liked the, the concurrent storylines. Uh, did is, it, is that something that you liked? Cause we kind of spoke about it. I, I, I know you you weren't huge on the, the prison um, yeah, so aspect of it, which I, I had mixed feelings. So I didn't like it at the start. I sort of, when they kept going to where Hopper was and like what he was doing in prison, I wasn't really that invested in that sort of storyline. It didn't really, I didn't really get heaps into it until like, obviously we get um, Joyce and Murray actually get to the prison and mm. actually say, and it turns like prison break. That's when I was super invested. Like I found that really interesting, but I think the steps leading up to it, I just, it wasn't, I was kind of like, nah, let's go back to the upside down. So that was really, it wasn't a huge low, but it was just like, I thought at the start, I just wasn't as invested, but it got better. Obviously episode seven, eight and nine, it was heaps, it was a way better, but early on, it was, I found it just a bit slow and a little bit, yeah, I was sort of like, yeah, this is kind of cool, but like Soviet Union, let's sort of go back to where all the main actions actually happening. So, but I understand why they did it. So they sort of got the connection between season three, because as we know, the Soviet Union or the Red Army, the Russians were like the main baddies in this. I guess they were sort of like the main baddies after the mind flower that they were sort of like roaming Hawkins and sort of trying to open up the portal. So I guess it was sort of to connect those dots. Mm. But again, didn't like it at the start, but it grew on me at the end when I when Joyce and I love Murray. Obviously, that's another high for me. I absolutely love Murray as a character. He's yeah, hilarious. He's... Karate man, chopping people. So like Anyway, when they got to the actual prison, that's when I was really invested because I love it when you see Joyce, Murray and Hopper together. I think when they're together on screen, they're amazing. So that's sort of a high for me when those three finally got together. Any, yeah, any yeah. other one, Sizzle? Yeah. Yeah, fair point. I mean, I I, I probably, I mean, I, I liked all the, the Soviet um, Union sort of uh, Russian prison. I really liked the all lag, that. Yeah, yeah I, I probably didn't like early on um, when Eleven was sort of regaining her powers. I thought that was a little bit slow. The yeah, whole, that was a um, bit slow. Yeah. You know, with uh, Dr. Brenner, I thought that was a little bit slow, but then obviously that paid off because we got Vecna's 11s, sorry, um, uh, ones. Yeah. Um, reveal. Sort of reveal. So it actually yeah. paid off. That links um, to but, a high for me too. That I was yeah. I was, I was a bit yeah. like, oh, this is kind of a bit slow. Like I want 11 to, 
to break out. I want her back with the gang. I didn't like how she was separated for a fair bit early on. But as I mentioned there, we got the big reveal. So that did pay, pay itself off. Um, and I, I loved and we, we've sort of spoke about it, you know, mentioning Master of Puppets. But the whole soundtrack for this, the score. Great soundtrack. Just, yeah, it was, a, it was incredible. It was so fun. Like, so, so fun. Um, and I really liked the horror elements that were brought to this. It was turned up a notch, definitely. Um, you know, it was a, a lot more um, uh, brutal, I guess, particularly yeah. when we saw Vecna's victims um, when they were possessed, raised up in the air and the bones sort of snapping and their eyes, I guess, going white and sort of bleeding, bursting, whatever, however we want to describe it. Um, and it drew a lot of inspiration from, you know, a lot of Stephen King's um, lore, I guess, novels. And, and like I, I thought, Nightmare on Elm Street, like that mm, too, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And I thought Vecna as the, the main villain was really cool. I mean, because we kind of, like, we obviously knew upside down there was the demigorgon uh you know there was this other realm but we didn't really have like a face to the main villain that was kind of behind it all and it was cool to have that character in this and actually a character could talk i mean i guess we got billy who was kind of possessed in in the the previous season in season three um but it was cool to actually have like vecna you know in this and i really liked his dialogue uh so yeah, there's there some highs for me. Uh, have you got any more, or do you want to move to? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Jamie Campbell Bower as Henry Creel one and Vecna. I thought he was amazing in this. Mm. Like I loved him as like the orderly in like the I guess the the prison or the hospital where they like the facility where they practice the you know they test all the subjects on um, the psychic kids. I loved him. I loved how we finally got like a villain that was actually sort of humanized. Because obviously in the previous season, it was like the Demi Gordon season one. Then it was sort of the Demi Gordon and the Mind Flayer who possessed Will in season two that was sort of causing the chaos. And then obviously underneath Hawkins, the Upside Down was breaking in. And then in season three, we get the Mind Flayer completely. So I love how in season four, they gave us that new villain, put a, yeah, like you said, put a, like a picture to the face. I think any scene that he was in, I loved. I also loved the scenes lead up to when he killed everybody. Like that was for me haunting mm. stuff, gave me chills, but it was super, super engaging. Like just the way that, like, you know, when he finds them, you like they he plays back these terrible memories, like these memories of trauma in their minds. And it just creeps you out. And then the grandfather clock, man. I don't want a grandfather clock, man. I'm not getting one of my house ever. Creepy as because when you hear those dongs, you know he's coming. I sort of loved how they all sort of their arms went that way, their legs bent the other way. It was really super interesting. I found that really like, as you mentioned, super scary, but also super enjoyable. So I think in general, I just loved his in like him being in this season. He was amazing. Great casting by uh, the Duffer brothers. So congratulations to him, but he was great. And I hope we see more of him in season five, which I think we will, but yeah, that's like another huge dead. high for me. Mm. Some other ones, like, come on, let's be honest. Like, I love Steve Harrington for me. I love Steve. Always have. Loved me some Steve. Him and Robin together again, always great. In the video store, chilling out. Like, I would love, if I was in the 80s, that's where I'd want to be, in like a video store, trying to, you know, trying to get people to rent movies, talking about movies and like, you know, relationships. Like, I was loving that. That was heaps of fun. I really enjoyed it. I also liked how we saw Dimitri. So, Obviously, Hopper's boy from Game of Thrones. We lo- I love that. Obviously, you know, the man of many, the many-faced God. He was great in this. Mm. I can't even pronounce his name properly. 
Thomas Walter Shia or whatever his name is. Well, Shia or whatever his name is. He was great in this. Like I loved him in obviously Game of Thrones where he was obviously nominated for awards. I think he was a great, another great cast that they made. So the Duffer brought, they were just on a heater in this whole season. Like they were just getting shit done. Like they were just, you know, pulling out all the stops. So again, I love that part. So casting for me was a great high. And then, yeah, I kind of liked Lucas as a basketballer too. And I loved how he was wearing the number eight. So represent, Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, the Kobe, Mumba. Yeah. We love the Mumba. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then I also sort of liked how they were investigating Vector and they that whole side plot I think was really interesting. So I loved sort of every time we were in Hawkins, I really loved it. I was super invested in that. So they're just a couple for me. But again, it was a great show, man. Like we spoke about it on the weekend already, but just in general, I just love what they did in this season. And that's why it's my favorite season overall. For Stranger yeah. Things, so yeah, yeah, definitely. We might get into ranking our favorite seasons in a moment. Uh, some lows, I didn't have many because I, I pretty much loved um, it, it in its entirety. I thought this season was was the best, and yeah, we'll, we'll get into ranking those shortly. But um, I think some lows I had, I think, was the reveal of how Hopper survived. I thought that was just a bit too easy. Um, I mean we sort of finished last season thinking that he was, you know, killed when they closed, um, they closed the, the, the portal, the hole to the upside down. Um, and really all he did was fall off the, the balcony. Like how did um, Joyce and Murray not see him? Like I get they I mean, were hustling out of there, but the Russians is literally I mean, maybe- stuck in. Did yeah, they not maybe see just the have a look, to, just yeah, like, like put, quick put your head peek. around the corner and just like yeah. maybe even go like Hopper, are you, you're good, you're still there. Like mm. I don't know, I thought that was just a bit too easy. Um, I, I would have, it would have been cool if they had, have, I don't know, done something a little bit different with that and maybe explained it. Not really sure. And also because we kind of knew Hopper was alive like early on. It wasn't like such a big surprise. It was like oh Hopper's, you know back we, we sort of finished that season and then we got the the stinger at the end where it was like it's sort of there was you know the uh, american um one of the guards i think says like you know um something about an american being in the prison so we kind of yeah, figured not the it was american him. so we had a feeling that he was there yep and then it was confirmed obviously so so maybe i think it would have been easier if like he just got captured by the russians or something in that past season i don't know i just thought that was a little bit easy um and i i didn't but didn't really like the whole um, involvement of Jason and the jocks. Um, I thought it was like a bit, bit far-fetched that they literally wanted to kill Eddie. Like, I mean, then become murderers themselves. Like I, I, I get, you know, they served a purpose because I think in the finale, we got a really good moment um, with Lucas really stepping up. And yeah. trying um, to win the you know, Oscar man in that scene, trying to get his Oscar. Or his yeah. Enemy. I mean, man, that was, that was one of my favorite scenes of, of the whole, whole show. And, you know, it was him going against Jason and sort of, um, you know, really having that emotional um, impact in that scene was great, but I don't know. I didn't really like their involvement in it. And, you know, especially when Jason had those, like, it basically gave like sermons, you know, there was the first one before the basketball game. Yeah, the like big motivator and speaker, yeah. Yeah, and then, then this, he did the same thing. In, the hype like, man, bro, just the hype man for Yeah, Hawkins. when they were having like the um the town meeting, like, um, so yeah. But um, any any lows for you? Yeah, so I think for me, I didn't really have many lows. Like I said, I really loved this season and it like for Stranger Things, it's like 
way up there now in my rankings, I think, for my favorite TV shows, thanks to this season. And I think season three also helped out as well. Um, I think, yeah, the main thing I didn't really like, like, there was a few, like, just a, this has maybe been pretty picky. Like I said, I didn't really like the whole Russian-Soviet Union side at the start. I thought it was just a bit bit slow, a bit boring. I didn't just wasn't that invested. I feel like they should have got Joyce and Murray there a lot quicker and then get Hopper in the, I feel like I prefer when Hopper and that are all back in Hawkins, mm. which I prefer. That was one low for me. Another low for me was, like, speaking of the Soviet Union or in the Gulag, um, you know how they kind of go into the, you know, the medical facility and, the, and they can kind of see the Debbie dogs have been getting operated on and all that kind of stuff. And there's like the, the substance or the dust or whatever you call it, mm. the material that didn't really, that wasn't really explained to what that actually was. All we got was like, Oh, it, it went into the demigods and brought them back to life, but they didn't really give us a really, I would have liked to know, is that the mind flyer? Is that what's left of the mind flyer? And he's chilling in this facility. Like how does it, how they actually get the mind flyer there? Like it wasn't, really explained to me so i thought that was a bit of a lie i would have liked to know a bit more about what is that actually how's that link into anything it was just really like i think it was just murray was like oh yeah that he spoke to like the soldiers like oh yeah they just went into the bodies and they came alive that was sort of it i would have liked to know a bit more about that i thought there might be a bit more behind it but anyway so that was another lie for me yeah same thing i didn't really like is it jason was he the basketball and yeah, the jobs yes I didn't really like, I liked Lucas when he was playing basketball like the first episode, but I think that's all we really needed. I don't think we needed any more than that. And then like the fact that like chasing Erica, like Lucas's sister, like they try to like hunt yeah, her like- down and stuff. That was a bit, how you going? Like settle down guys. Um, and then another thing I didn't really like, I kind of wish that they killed Max, to be honest. I didn't really like how she was like the bait. And then obviously she gets her eyes go, all, you know, scale like all pale white and then her bones all break. I would have think it would be more, impactful for me if she just died i didn't really and then 11 just brought her back to life again that wasn't really explained either like she just somehow can bring people back to life now like how did she actually do that did she get that from vecna like i'm assuming that's how how that happened but they didn't really explain that either i feel like that's going to be a thing they're going to explore next season so i just think for me like i would have liked to see maybe one of the main key people actually die because obviously none of them really die ever like will came back Max is apparently back. Eleven came back. She didn't really. She didn't die. She's. They just. Just Hopper came back. Like, I would have liked it if someone else died apart from Eddie. Like, sorry guys, but like Eddie should be in the main cast next season. But <laughs> that's just me being bitter. I think that was pretty much the main sort of lows for me. Because, like I said, overall it's a pretty great. It's like an awesome. I'd love to know the rating for like the IMDb rating for like the last couple episodes of the season. I feel like it would have been amazing. Well, yeah, let me, I, I'm on IMBD right now. So let me have a no, look. Nice. So for the last two episodes that were you, you. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, actually the last three. I'd like to. Under- okay. So seven is the highest out of all of them. Uh, 9.6. Yeah. Wow. Um, which wow. is pretty high. You can't really get much higher than that. Yeah. That's um, good. So that's chapter eight yeah. is 8.7. That's not bad. That's still and pretty good. Ch- yeah. That is very good. And then chapter nine is 9.2. Mm. So, so the those lowest last three episodes were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The the lowest um rating in season four was episode one and two. They were both eight point one, which is still very, very high. Yeah. Um and yeah, the highest was chapter seven, nine point six. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah chapter actually, four got, yeah, was also nine point five. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Another low for me before I forget. What was the go of the US Army guy? 
the, the lieutenant colonel guy. Well, what was his beef? He was like hunting down. He wanted eleven. He was just killing people. He yeah. was that was felt to me like a bit much. I didn't really understand what. Yeah, his I don't know if we needed the whole, whole purpose. Yeah, what was that about? Like that was seemed a little bit over the top. And then them just yeah. going and just straight up murdering everyone, like in the facility. The eleven. Yeah. Was was some, in the secret yeah, facility, and then Doctor Owens, Sam Owens, is you don't know what happened to him. He's like chained up by yeah. the the lieutenant colonel and then that's it again that was probably i didn't really know what the purpose and then i guess the whole helicopter was so we could see 11 use her powers again mm-hmm. but like we've seen her do stuff like that before like we didn't really need it again yeah but yeah anyway all right well look we've done our highs and lows now let's move on to some questions some questions that we might i've have got had. a couple yeah uh, i've got a few for you and i'm going to kick things off now this is a bit of a fun one to start and i mentioned it um when i was with you in the car uh, actually, after Thor, Love, and Thunder, when we were driving back, uh, Spotify has an upside down playlist that they curate for you. Um, so it, I guess it's um, your personal playlist if you had to escape from uh, Vecna and the upside down. So, Quinny, I want to know, do a little quick search for me. What are the first five songs in that playlist? All right. Let me have a look. I was listening to it yesterday. Um... First five that come up. Oh, let's go first three. Let's go first three. Uh, super random. Um, Let It Go, ASAP Ferg. Um, <laughs> yep. Son of Man, Phil Collins. <laughs> nice. And then the immigrant immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. There you go. Any bit of a bit of a mix mix there? Yeah, that's my top three. But there's a lot of songs, and I don't know how they. I think they just randomize it surely. Like, yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean, it, it's it, it's kind of the I guess the genre that you like and the, yeah. The, so then you know, my first obviously... three. Yeah. What about yourself? I was going to ask you like, what song would bring you back from the upside down? But you can I'll tell me that my... after your third. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. Top so three. I'll give you my um my first three. So number one for me is "Do What I Want" by Kid Cudi. Well, that's the first one that comes up. Uh, number two is "Dua Lipa" by Jack Harlow. And the third one there is Jimmy Cooks by Drake and 21 Savage. Yeah. So mine's pretty heavy on the hip hop, um, even if I just sort of scroll through it. And mine uh, was a bit of, yeah, mine was yeah. hip hop followed by like a upbeat, like classic Disney song and then a rock song by Led Zeppelin. Yeah. There you go. There you no, go. Nice uh, soul list. All right. So you, I guess that kind of goes into your next question, which was is what that song? Yeah. So, all right. Let's set the scene. Me and Sizzle are in this TV show. Sizzle's been taken by Vecna. I have to get him back. The little portal starts to open. What song do you hear that and you hear it and then you hear me calling you back? What brings you back from the upside down? What song would it be? Just one. And why? I I think it has to be uh, Mr. Rager by Kid Cudi. That's probably one of my all-time favorite songs. Um, It's Cudi at his best you get the hums you get the melodies it's so well produced the hook is awesome hey mr rager uh every time i hear that i just get like it just chills and takes me to a happy place um i'm off on an adventure like it's just yeah so i feel like it has to be cuddy you know he's one of our he's he's our favorite artist you know both of ours really so yeah mr rager for me how about yourself yeah, so I'm going to be very similar to Sizzle. I've definitely got a Kid Cudi song, and mine would be Sky Might Fall, which for me, for Man in the Moon, One End of Day, is one of my favourite songs, I think, in general, and Sky one of my favourite. That's right. 
and it's probably one of my favorite Kid Cudi songs like of all time. And I like mm. it would just like as I was saying before, the melody, the hums, like the hooks. It just gives you the feels. And then like the moment I hear this song, gives me chills, makes me happy, makes me reminds me of of better days, like back in the day when I was doing an instance run on uh on World of Warcraft, <laughs> and I'd just be playing Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon One and Two on shuffle on repeat while doing instance runs. That's how you got to get through those bosses. So that's a song that would always play for me. And even like the lyrics that he talks about, it's all about, you know, escaping a world that he doesn't belong in. It's like very sort of what I'd be vibing to. And like Sizzle was saying, he even started singing the hook before, like the sky might before. You can't beat it. But he's like, I'm not worried at all. Come on, come on. Like you can't beat it. So for me, it'd be definitely sky might fall. Cause it gives me all those feels that I want. And that would be see you later Vecna. No chance. Yeah, I feel like that song would also bring me back as well. So, you know, you can interchange those two for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question I've got for you. I mean, we got a lot of epic scenes in this season. I want to know what is your most epic scene out of the following? And you might have an, another one, but these are sort of, I guess, the multiple choice I'm going to give you. So we've got Eddie playing Master of the Puppets. That's a pretty obvious one. We've already mentioned it. Um, I've got the first... Um, time we get uh, running up that hill uh, where Max faces Vecna's uh, mind lair um, when they're in the graveyard and when she goes into flying up. Um, I've got 11 sending one to the upside down in the finale of part one um, or episode seven. I've got uh, Lucas and Erica um, scoring simultaneous victories where in, in the first, I think it's the first episode, maybe the second episode um, in basketball and Dungeons and Dragons. It's sort of run simultaneously i the next one i've got is max um and lucas organizing a movie date um when they're sort of writing on the the notes that's a big um, this is a massive multiple choice this, this is a big one i've got uh this the, the last running up that hill um uh scene um where we get hopper killing the demi dog and then vecna um flamed up by steve nancy and robin um and then lastly, I have the whole Vecna um, reveal. So there's a lot there. <laughs> Jeez. What would be, uh, I mean, it might not be one of those. I think there for me, that there were so many epic scenes. I had to mention them yeah. all. Um, I think my favorite, and I'll do an honorable mention. Um, I think my favorite scene from the whole season has to be Eddie Munson playing Master of the Puppets at the end on top of the car just jamming out, starts just getting his guitar hero out. I'll just see the fire, like the star power's coming through. The Demi bats are like flying over there. He's just jamming out. And then obviously Dustin's just there living his best life, rocking out. I think that's just, I think the moment he starts that guitar riff, it just gave me like, I was so fired up. I'm like, let's go, let's do this. Like he's just going to town on this guitar. And I was like, I was hoping he was going to use it like a weapon, but he did it in the end. But I think that's probably my Man, it's hard to say. That's probably, for me, the most epic. But I'd have to say my honorable mention would be definitely the Vector um, reveal. And when he just goes to town on all the orderlies, kills everybody, and then he kills all the other um, children pretty much. Mm. And I just love that scene. And then you see sort of Eleven come in, and he's like, I told you not to come in here. And then, like, his facials just completely change. It's like, man, this guy's just freaky. I think that for me gave me chills as well. So they're probably, that's the honorable mention, but there's so many epic scenes, but I think they're the two that come to mind for me. The the guitar solo followed by the Vecna 
reveal. Yeah, nice, nice. I th- I think for me, I mean, it's pretty hard to go past the Master of the Puppet scene. I think that's still my favorite as well. Um, but I mean, closely followed by when we get um, running up that hill the second um, time um, and we get the slow motion, Hopper killing the Demigorgon with the sword. Uh, and then sword we also, the yep. yeah, and we also get Steve, Nancy and Robin just going to town on Vecna. The Molotovs. With, yeah, with the Molotov cocktails and the shotgun. Yeah. Uh, that scene was epic too. So I mean, yeah. so many epic scenes in this. As I, you know, I rattled off. Yeah, bunch, so. yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, they're probably the, yeah, there's some, there's some great, great scenes in this. Even like the Chrissy death scenes intense. The very first time you see Vector actually use his powers on Chrissy, and Eddie's just shocked. Like that's hectic. That's a good. That's an epic scene too. But yeah. All right. I got a couple. I got a question for you now, Sizzle. Hit me. It's sort of a two-parter. You can just answer both parts. Um, what does Vecna, now that we know he's come out of the real world, he's opened up all the gates, what does he look like in the real world now of Hawkins? And the second part of this question is, will Max come back? And if she does, is Vecna going to be possessing her? So I think Vecna in the real world is going to look probably more like what we see him as um, when he first goes into the upside down, I think he's he's going to be he's not going to be um, as monstrous as monstrous as grotesque. He's going to be a more bit more like yeah human like, but he might have like a weird red eye and like he might have some serious scarring and stuff. Um, I think he'll resemble his human self, but I think he'll be a bit deformed if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, the, the whole Max thing, I, I actually think that that's a, probably a pretty strong plot is Max being controlled by Vecna. Um, and I would also go as far as maybe saying Will will also be controlled by Vecna. I mean, we get Will scratching the back of his neck. Yeah, the goosebumps, so he knows he's the here. The goosebumps. Yep. So I feel like he's still got that connection as well. Um, yeah. Did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I was going to say, I reckon he comes back, looks a bit more human than before. And I think there's a good chance that he does possess Max maybe because she's obviously brain dead at the moment. And then Eleven tried to go into her mind. It's just just blank. There's nothing mm. there. Or he comes back as Eddie because Eddie's left in the upside down and there's just a body just sitting there. So either he gets possessed or you not, know, he, he turns I'd like to see a Eddie vampire. back. I'll- I'd like to see Eddie back in the. He turns in- into like a vampire. They said in the Dungeons and Dragons, apparently, there's like a Vecna's right hand man's like a vampire, and then he turns on him. So are we got to get that maybe in season five. Could I don't know. I like that. I like that. We'll say I'm hoping he comes back because I think he was great. And oh yeah, totally. Like Joseph Quinn, shout out to you, my friend. And he's even got the same last name as me. I'm just going to claim that we're related. We're just a distant cousin, I think. <laughs> Um, all right, I've got two more questions for you. So we, we sort of spoke about Eddie and Dustin and their relationship in this season. But I want to know, is their relationship and them as a duo better than the duo of Dustin and Steve in season three? No, I think for me, Dustin and Steve in season three is just 100% right? the best chemistry you'll see I in agree. a TV show. I like. Agree. I feel like I love those two together. 
And I love how, you know, he's like, you're just jealous. I got another adult friend or like an older friend that like wants to hang out with me now, like at the start of season four of Eddie. So I love Steve and Dustin together. I think they're just hilarious. And they've been even in season two and they started hanging out. Like the chemistry was great. I can see why in season three, they focus so much on those guys together with Robin. So I just think it works and I love to see them together. And I want to see more of it now that Eddie might be dead. Well, he's done. Let's get back to some Steven um, Dustin moments because I love it. So I feel like you can't beat that combo. Mm. Yeah. Love that. I would agree. Uh, I got another question for you and then you might have some more for me. Uh, This is a bit of a fun one. Who's winning in a fight purely with the force? 11 or Vecna. You can choose, choose your fighter there. 11 or Vecna, whoever you want to take into battle. Or Darth Vader. Purely just using for their force powers. Who's winning? Uh, I'm just gonna say Darth Vader because he's an absolute badass, and you can't you can't put a Darth Vader into a. I love Darth Vader. Like Eleven and that they can do stuff in their mind and they control stuff, but Darth Vader also has his lightsaber. And he's I'm saying no, he's no like, lightsaber though. I'm not I'm no oh, strictly force. I'm just I'm saying still going force. Vader man. Did you see him using the force? Like he's just OP. If we get Obi Wan Vader using the Force, sorry Vecna and Eleven, you guys. What happens if Eleven uses the Force to send uh, Vader back to, you know, the the Upside Down, or you know, Vader to, you know, I don't know. Tatooine Maybe he then forms. <laughs> he just then transforms into an even more of a beast. Maybe before that hate, all that suffering inside him, he becomes even more. I guess grotesque, even more yeah, of a badass. I'm taking Vader too. I can't, I you can't throw it go out against there. Vader, man. Like Vader's just, he's a star. He's elite. All right. Any question? Any last questions for me? All right. Last question for you. Again, sort of a two-parter. All right. Season five sizzle. Okay. Who dies and how does it end? So who's going to die man. and how's it going to end? Man, we're getting some bold predictions early. Um, I think Will does. Uh, I think he's just been, he, he's kind of, he was kind of in the background a little bit these, this past season. Uh, he obviously had that um, emotional attachment, attachment um, uh, to, um, what's his name? What's his name? Eleven's boyfriend. Um, Mike. Mike, yeah. So he had his, that emotional attachment to Will. So he was, sorry, to Mike. And he was kind of in the background a little bit in this season. But I feel like next season, we're going to really have an emotional um, reveal with him, whether he gets taken over by Vecna or not. I, I think he's done. I think he's probably likely to. Um, what happens at this the series finale? What's going to happen? How's it end? So I feel like we're, we're going to get multiple deaths, but I also think Eleven is going to have to to kill Vecna or to end Vecna, to end the upside down. I feel like she has to herself die also. So I feel like, you know, we're going to have a lot of back and forth, ultimate sacrifice. Harry Potter style. Um, Yeah. Harry Potter style. Um, You know, maybe even her and Will sort of together, they kill Vecna and then um, they both die. Yeah. What what about yourself? You got any, um, any big bold theories? Yeah. I think my ones would be, I think 11 dies. And the way she dies is she'll sacrifice herself and that will close up the upside down forever. 
and then it won't be out, and then Vecna would die Same also because one can't live mm. without the other. I reckon very oh. much Harry versus Voldemort vibes. I think. Mm. All right, so we we have very similar, yeah. very similar. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to give this show an Infinity Gauntlet rating out of six for reference. The IMBD eight point seven mm-hmm. for um that's just the series as a whole uh and then rotten tomatoes if i can bring it up is 92 percent. yeah so very respectable yeah uh i am going to give this show an almost perfect score a 5.5 for this season i loved it absolutely loved it 5.5 uh it's almost a six for me almost if we did 5.75 we don't do that if we did it'd probably be closer to that than a 5.5 um but yeah an amazing show um yeah i just think like those lows i mentioned that probably brings it a little bit down for me uh but yeah i love this season so much mm. for me oh man this is hard i feel like Oh man, this is very hard. I'm torn. I'm between a five and a five, five and a half and a six, I think, for this season. Um there are a lot of highs. There are a lot of highs in this. There is a few lows though. Oh man, this is tough. Oh man. I'm just gonna go for it. I don't care. I'm going all in. I don't give a I don't care. It's a podcast. I'm giving this a six out of six. It's good enough to be a six out of six. I know there are some lows, but I feel like there is enough highs to just overcome maybe Jason, the basketball bully, and maybe the boring start to when we're in Russia. But I think overall, this is a great show and it felt like it was a movie for me. So I'm going to be a bit generous and give it a six out of six. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about that at all. Uh, and for me, I think we mentioned it earlier, Ranking the, the seasons for me, I think it goes four, three, one, two. Yep, I'm hundred percent the same. The same four, Love three, it. one, two. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Yeah, All right, Queen. Bef- I'm giving it a six. Stuff for brothers. You get a six from me. You do have my cousin in there, so that's why you get a six out of six. Love it. Love it. Now this brings me to what we, I want to finish on on the podcast, and that because this is one of my favorite shows of all time. I mean, it's, it's going down there. Uh, I want to know, Quinny, we talked about this on the weekend. No particular order. Give me your top 10 favorite shows all time. All right. Does Stranger Things fall in there? It does. I'm going to be, you can, I'm, I'm going to do one better. I'm going to rank them one to 10. Okay. I'll, I'll rank I did them enough, as well then. I did I'll, enough I'll prep. I was prepped enough for this. I'll, I'll rank my, mine as well then. Do you want me to go top to bottom or bottom to top? Uh, go bottom to top. So go 10, 9, 8. All right. Okay. This is my top 10. It might, it might change eventually, but this is what I was stuck. I had a lot of honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. I literally have six honorable mentions. I'll talk about them later. But this is my top 10 TV shows all time. They might not all be critically acclaimed shows, but I mean, this for me, is your, I mean, this is my your own list, personal. So. This is my favorite list, so this is my top ten all time. All right, are you ready, Sizzle? I wonder if we'll have any in the same. We'll see. Number ten, Entourage. Oh, that's a great one. 
Number nine, 30 Rock. Number eight, Seinfeld. Number seven, Dexter. And I'm including the newest Dexter series involved uh-huh. with uh-huh. the other series. Number six, The Mandalorian. Number five, that 70s show. My four and three swapped a lot of times, but this is my four for the time being. Stranger Things. Oh, number four. Wow. Number three, Game of Thrones minus season eight because I hated that season. I didn't really. It's just so many things I didn't like. Number two, Breaking Bad. And number one, you know this was coming, Sizzle. You know my boy Jensen Ackles. It's supernatural. There's a reason there's a lot of seasons. I know. Uh, I love it. The show that's got 45 seasons. It's got the most seasons ever. And Jensen Ackles, love that man. That's my 10. Do you want my honorable mentions or do you want to go your 10 and then we'll do it? I'll go my 10 and then I'll I'll pass it over to you. All right. That's my 10. That's a strong list. But again, this is these are my favorite. These are the shows that that speak to me and the shows that I could watch over and over again if I wanted to. Yeah, hey, I, I love that list. I, I absolutely uh, love that list. All right, for me, number 10, I have Stranger Things. Oh, it's low. I thought it'd be higher. It's 10. I mean, it's, it's still so early. It's a 5.5. It's not a 6 for me, but it, it, it's there. So that's at 10. Number nine, this is actually quite funny because we have a very similar list. So number nine, I actually had Entourage. That's a show you and I love together. I mean, amazing, amazing show. Number eight, I'm surprised you didn't have this on your list and that's Dragon Ball Z. That's an honorable mention. And That's the OG Dragon Ball Z. Number seven, I had Dexter also. Nice. Um, I'll, I'll include both of them as well. I wasn't going to, but I'll include both. Uh, number six, I had The Wire. I haven't watched it yet, so that's where I I can't comment on that. But that's just, I've heard good things. Fair enough, An amazing show. Number five, I had Mandalorian. Nice. Number four, I had Breaking Bad. Number three, this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> number three, I had. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Nice. I started watching that, but I haven't finished it, so it can't be in my top 10 just yet. That's fair. Number two, I had Game of Thrones. Nice. And number one, I had Seinfeld. Nice. Can't go past Seinfeld. Like I've watched it like a thousand times through. Um, just yeah, amazing, amazing stuff. Amazing. And this is a tough list. Like, I mean, like I'm telling you, my list could change. Like one week it could be different, but they're the 10 that would always be in my top 10. Yeah, I mean, I, I changed mine a lot. So I was I. moving things around. I, uh, yep. Yeah. So similar yep. list though. We had a very similar list. Yeah. All right. Do you want honorable my honorable mentions? mentions or do you want to give yeah. me yours first? I'll give you mine because I just finished. Yep. Uh, honorable mentions. I had, um, I, this is like kind of like put these two together. I had Clone Wars and Rebels, um, two shows that I just sort of finished. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely loved. Me too. Uh, I had Lost as an honorable mention. Because that was a show, while the last season was very p- problematic, that was a show I was very invested in when it sort of was ca- coming out. Uh, another show that I had, as Honor mentioned, which is not a good show, not a good show at all, 
but I it hold I hold a very um soft spot for it in my Pokemon. Yeah, that is no, that's One Tree Hill. Oh, nice, good. I mean, I I I love that show. You know, yeah. When I was like 17, 18, that was the, my favorite show. And then I will mention, and the only reason this, I, I feel like this could potentially go into my top ten, but it's only had one season, and that's Loki. If it if it had a couple more seasons, I feel like you need you need more no, seasons. You need to have yeah. six. You need to have a like a history. I think before you exactly. can't just have a one so, season show. That one's you know pending to go into the top ten if we get you know uh, maybe three seasons. Yeah. Nice. All right. I had a couple honorable mentions. I had the Clone Wars slash Rebels as well. Mm-hmm. I had Dragon Ball Z. It was going to be my top 10. I'm surprised. Like I, I thought for sure. I had it there originally, and then I swapped it out for, I think, um, maybe 30 Rock, I think. Um, I have Friends. I don't mind Oh, friends. yeah, sorry. I like Friends. Friends is I an honorable friends. mention for me, but I was always a Seinfeld guy compared to Friends, but Friends is an honorable mention. Me too, me too. Um, I had, obviously, The Last Kingdom, which I'm a huge fan of. I told, I've told you about this show, so I know you haven't watched it yet. It's coming, it's coming. It's on I the love, list. I'm it a big fan the of The Last Kingdom. I also had The Witcher as well because, obviously, I'm a huge mm. Witcher guy. I also had, I'm surprised you didn't have this, I had The Boys. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's got to be an honorable mention. I'm, As an I'm honorable just, mention. I'm, not, I'm forgetting about that for sure. Yeah. Put that on there for me, please. So that were my honorable mentions. Um, but again, my top 10, it was hard, but that's how I ranked them. Mm-hmm. But again, it could change. You never yeah, know. Hey. That's what it's a, it's flowing, right? It flows. It changes. That's right. It's based on yeah, what I'll, we've seen. But that's my top 10. Yeah. I'll, I'll also add The Witcher. Um, I'll I'll add, I'll add the Witcher and I'll add Friends and I'm actually gonna add also um, one that I forgot about was Vikings. I'm gonna add that yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I yeah. had I thought about Vikings, but then I hated it when um, our boy left. So Ragnar, yeah, when Ragnar left, I was like, definitely I'm done went with downhill show. after that. Yeah. All right, Quinny, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, yeah, we did it again, as always. We'll be back it. soon to talk about. Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder. I cannot wait to talk about that. What a movie. Um, We'll save our thoughts for that. Until next time, follow us on the gram, Sizzle and Quinny. Uh, Any final words, my friend? Just say, give us a listen, guys. Shout out. Make sure you let us know. Send us a question if you want to ask us a question about anything. Maybe ask us about our list. Maybe send in your own list. Whatever you just want to do. Hit Hit us up on Insta. Give us a message. Whatever it is. But again, I love talking. This is a great podcast and I'm super excited to talk about Thor Love and Thunder. So make sure if you haven't already out there, guys, you've actually go ahead and see it. It's a good movie. Love to hear it. Until next time, we'll be seeing you. We won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace.